0: Hello, everybody. I'm very excited to be starting sort of the same old, in the new play, um, to a history channel. So, the title I came up with last Thursday night, it was one in the morning. Oh, but look, look how many thousands of people came because of the new title. Anyway, but well basically it's more of the same, but a little bit different. We, um, if you notice the title, I use demystifying class. Uh, and a friend of mine called me up and said, why do you want to demystify sas? Uh, isn't, isn't it beautiful to keep thought the way it is? Uh, a place that has the allure the Kabbalah, and people going there. I think that sas now is really a great center of Bali chuva, yeshivot, and a lot of interesting work being done there. I just think that um, every single you know, easy fact is so um, has behind it a reality which doesn't match the easy facts. Easy facts are that some great reason that brought serendipity, that brought them together, um, these amazing minds and the, the work they produced, although it was a, a, it influenced the rest of history for hundreds of years or the rest of Jewish history and we are still living in the shadow of those great achievements that were done thought. and that's part of what we were trying to Take this apart a little bit. Um, the three men, well, the two great figures that are uh, the last, the most lasting uh, effect on Jewish history, and one of them is a little bit easier, harder to explain than the other. The first one, of course, is to Cairo, the author of the Shulhan and the author of the monumental work, Rabbi Yosef. And we talked about him last week and the week before, and uh, some of the issues that, that, that the modern. And not the so modern scholars have raised that. Um, the other person is the Luria, the Arizal. And um, I'm not sure if there was any, how much personal interaction there was between them. Uh, but of course, the Arizal, Cosmogony, Kabbalah, you know, the Arizal, Kabbalah fostered a revolution in Jewish thinking. And uh, we're going to be dealing with him down the road. I wanted to first the last couple of weeks, although not under this title, uh, we were talking about the base and we dealt with a number of uh, issues. The first issue, just to recap, if you remember, hi, Eileen, The first issue we back, about The first issue that we dealt with was base safe as catalyst. Uh, and last week, what we we're doing with the issue was um, how to, you know, sort of in a way, as we're pointing out. Uh, it, was, it was more about misinterpreting and reading into historical text what you like to do there. Uh, in this case, it was uh, Ginsburg, Louis Ginsburg's interpretation of why Cairo wrote his book. And we looked in, at Cairo's introduction and we didn't see uh, those elements there. And we were talking in general the lesson of not, not you know, using history as, as your axe to, to chop whatever issues you want down. But to allow it, to be honest, to read, to read intelligently, but to realize when you're speculating, to realize what's going on. I think uh, what we saw was that the pyro represents for many people a hero. And many people are so astounded by the acuity of his intellect and what he was able to do that they like you know, very much for him to drive with that. Um, and they perhaps sometimes give over to him more or uh, uh, sort of like Ginsberg saw himself in Cairo. In the same way Ginsberg was talking about Cairo's um, he was talking about Cairo's uh, originality and um, how he was how you know, he was fearless and that even though on the surface he said he was going to follow all the authorities in so much many other ways he showed his independence.
1: And again
0: we sort of downplay that and and, and, and realize that that might be more things talking uh, and hoping to see in Cairo his own self. Hey, that's part of a little bit of what we did last. Um, if you take a look at the, the sheet, there's three packets that I'm giving you tonight. Um, one packet deals exclusively with uh, an issue that perhaps is, 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 is sort of like a interface between uh, Cairo and the Arizal, um, and that is okay, in many people's eyes that uh, the smicha controversy the smicha controversy as to uh, whether uh, as we mentioned it, touched on it before the smicha that the Marie of Yaakov and Moshe Rab wanted to uh, push for and um, the effect of why he thought it was so important to have uh, a group of Musmokans why he thought it was important to reinstitute it and the it's not that was thrown in the face and seemingly Mavate uh, felt the enterprise sort from of sort of really taking off. That's, in a way, the standard take on this. Uh, it was the Maribeira Ra versus Ruklevi is included. Now let me uh, put that on the let board. Me let me put that on the board. They
1: had been doing this at one time and
0: then they stopped. Yes, for hundreds of years. For about uh, 13 years. Well when uh, they people were out the city. Yeah,
1: what yeah. was the credential of okay.
0: the city? Okay. Well it was it wasn't always done with a meeting. there was there seems to have always been some sense of the community credentializing of some other higher person. But the idea of it being the smicha that can set up the court system the way it's described in the Mishnah and the Talmud um, that's something altogether different. There was a smicha. A lot of it has to do with whether there were official on him or not. And in many in many Zavari communities that, that that started out there weren't there wasn't an official robe as you know, as a title person. Um, he might have done other things. The eloquently speaks about uh, why that's important, that there shouldn't be a person who's getting paid by the community to be their rabbi, to be their teacher. Um, the Rambo himself is a classic example. You know, he was the Nagid, and he was a way, he, he knew he had power uh, to give takanos. but again, he wasn't, um, he didn't have, to, the show didn't have the shodik um, So this, the history of, of why was he used uh, well, so he was against the idea of a community supporting a teacher or a love. He felt that, that he felt that, that would make that person uh, indebted to the money. It would also alter his uh, judgment. Right, so would alter, right. He would always, and again, uh, he felt that it would lead to the chil of Torah. He felt people would see Torah as just a way uh, to escape hard work or. Uh, or there is cahoots with other people, there they with the people that pay their checks and stuff like that. Which you sometimes hear about, about um, this smicha uh, is a different sort of smitha. This was the smicha that gave to Yoshua. This was the Smicha that would allow what the Mishnah spoke about, smicha t chamin, allowing you primarily to uh, also. also is to rule if it cases there are a lot of class cases in the Torah, for example when the last week's fire show was full of them
1: right
0: if if um, you find a thief, you can make the thief pay the has the object double the amount okay which is a hundred percent hundred percent fine you need to be a best in to do that similarly if it goes further you know what the it goes further and the thief slaughters the animal then he has to pay four possibly five times the amount of the animal. Again, an amazing, incredible find. Right. We also know, of course, the, there's the, you know, a there's, there's the whole series of knottos, uh in the Torah. It seems, that the rabbis understood, that in order to be able to understand the five points of the case, you needed to have had smicha from the unbroken tradition. So, there was a whole area of Jewish monetary law that was off the book. right? One of the most famous canazos, of course, uh, is the issue of a, a damage of an ox that gores, right? The goring ox. So according to the when the ox pays the first three times, this is called a canaz, that's why paid. pays. In other words, really, the impression was you shouldn't be liable for uh, wild behavior when your ox acts in such a wild and usual way. Though, but there's a qnaz to pay 50% of the damage. So again, that would only be in a period where there would be the end of a knos. It seems that, uh, again, Judaism was able to function without it, but there was a number of things that were off the books. Off the books. Okay. How, how do you uh, define qnaz? A qnaz would be a fine, a fine that is not proportionate, proportionate to the damage that occurred. For example, a slaughtered animal is just a completely dead animal. <laughs> it's not an animal that's four times removed from the <laughs> Um Another knos, uh is that um, you know if a uh, if a rape occurs, uh, occurs, so there's a certain amount of money that would be paid two hundred uh, fifty zuz or two it's uh, a uh, uh, which is basically the p'suka amount would be paid. That was a cop. That money was a cop. Um, so.
1: Did they, going into both in terms
0: Well, sure. Well, because as long I mean, as long as there was, it did to be based on But as long as there was remnants of people who still had smicha, and they could even leave Israel and, 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 and mm-hmm. set up. The problem was we ran out of a And uh, They finally died out, and. Um, and there was no So, this is the idea to bring. Now, why did I say it has to do with the Arizal? <laughs> it has to do with the Arizal because many people see this attempt to bring back the as a messianic sort of uh, movement. We're going to examine that tonight and see if that's true. But if you take a look, for example, the first. And you read a book of the or If you take a look in this first book, when I got this off. I got this. Yeah, 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 if you if you take a look at this first booklet, it's worthwhile to become familiar with the information that we have here. Everything I believe in this booklet is in English, except for one page, in booklet one. So why don't we, in order to make things easier, this is the way I sort of do it with my class and the Yeshiva too, why don't we um, mark the booklets, okay? And should we mark them one, two, or three, or ABC? Who would you rather than be? ABC, Joel, you win. Okay. So the a the okay. Okay. Booklet A is the one that says culture in the left-hand column, culture dispersion. Okay. Shul uh, in Bucha Sanhedrin of the Rambam will mark that B. And some there was a mark C. Okay. I need B
1: and
0: C. You want to be your C? Okay. B and C for you. Oh, i, know. Sorry, I we missed it a couple last couple of days. Okay, with your three booklets for tonight, be a charge. This, was, you better know this. That's the zero Gash, zero. Zero. This might erase you tonight. Yes. <laughs> um, let's see if we got a, do you want a pen? Oh, good. Okay, i got an extra pen. Somewhere. Okay, A, B, and C. Booklet A. Uh, as you can see, I got this off the internet. Uh, it's actually by a very... Uh, in the, in I... <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we have to get it Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, A is, um, as you can see, i give you two pages here from Ally Morgenson who is a professor of Jewish history that heritage. I forgot what university he's connected with. Um, I don't know if he, he himself translated this, definitely based on definitely with his writing. Um, and you can see this is about, the title of the essay is called Dispersion and a Longing for Zion, 1240 to 840, 1840. Um, if you take a look here again, we will, um, uh, if you take a look at the great majority of those, why don't we read that, uh, that, that paragraph here. Um, should, we, should we have, doctor uh, McCauski, um, would you like to read the great majority of those uh, who moved yeah. to Palestine? No? Huh? I should do it? Okay. Um, <clears throat> the, the great majority of those who moved to Palestine at this time settled in Galilee, particularly in, we will call it Fahd. I'm not sure exactly how to pronounce it in, in English. Is it called Saqad? How do they pronounce it? Because I just heard it pronounced, actually. Uh, what? Yeah, right? Saqad. they call it. Safat. Yeah, The choice of this small town in the hills. let me get my reading The choice of this small town in the hill, the west of the Sea of the Galilee, has to do with the tradition that the Messiah would, make, would first make himself known in the Galilee. Okay, so you see, Morgan Stern is also assuming that the reason that they came there had something to do with a harbinger of messianics uh, that it will be a harbinger of the messianic times to come, and also with the fact that neither Muslim nor Christian had a religious censor there. Uh, moreover, the income that could be gained from the local textile industry added a further incentive to settle there. I have the notes to this article here and I can show the have class. Uh, the local authorities even commissioned some of the newly arrived merchants and businessmen to handle the collection of taxes and other state income, or to act as leaseholders in different areas. Spots and the Galilee were rapidly transformed into a flourishing economic center, which exported fruits and grain, sheep and wool, and woven goods. And this is very similar to what we were talking about a number of months ago about. Jews moving into Poland. Remember we talked about the fact that they, that their, the great use was made of their economic talents and things like that. So it sounds here that so again at one point he talks about the Messiah. To me, the other, again just reading this paragraph would indicate that the reason they were there, although the second issue I think is something important too, this is a place where you can make money, this is a place where you could live well, and this is a place where it was possible to reestablish yourself. I mean that's that's really number one that I want to bring out here. Um, now, again, um, you know, you know, you know, starts us off with this messianic idea, but he really gives a lot more uh, information about the economic re- re- reality. Um, again, part of, by the way, one of the big issues about this debate of thought is why didn't they go to Yerushalayim? And, of course, you, know, you, you would say, why was why Yerushalayim so you know, uh, left, left in, the, in the dark, or we know what we mentioned last week twenty five rabbon and gay uh, they were Mika, considered a large number of rabbis. Your didn't have a dozen or not that large. Uh, and again, we're going to talk about why your was somehow not the great place where this Renaissance occurred. The simple answer is, is that it was hard for the Jews to live there. They were more persecuted there, as he points out. There might have been a Muslim, it might have been a stronger Muslim center there, yeah. and, and was of, it was part of those and it was hard for them to work. Um, but, in other words, you just can't have 25 rabbis. You need to have 25 rabbis in the community that, that that's, that's thriving. Now again, the picture people ever saw is a bunch of mukuboam walking around on clouds there. That's not the case. You're talking about a city, and actually in weeks to come, we might... This letter that he quotes here, I have the original Hebrew, which I can bring here in a couple, of, maybe next time. But he's going to say here, was um, um, shipped abroad via the ports of the Acre of Christ, uh, eight, no, Akul, Akul. Akul, Haifa, Beirut, even in Tripoli. A contemporary source describes the dramatic change that occurred in Strauss within just ten years of the arrival of the first wave of Jewish immigrants. Whoever saw Spass ten years ago and sees it today will find it remarkable because more and more Jews are coming all the time and the clothing industry grows daily, any man or woman who works in wool at any laborer can earn his living comfortably. I have to say
1: art was
0: much later. You know I think so, question? yeah. I think that's really, that's really the 19th, 19th century. Yeah. yeah. Fox's prosperity and the growth of the Jewish community were matched by the spiritual flowering that resulted from the arrival of a learned elite. <laughs> Which makes sense, right? Once Jews are living there, it's going to become a, a community that will bring... And there was a goer there was the great expulsion from Spain, there were people still on the move. This place opened up. And which included such prominent scholars and catalysts as Jacob A. who we have to talk about, Kyra, who we have been talking about. The fellow alchebus who, you know, he definitely has, was an important rob, I think had it not been for the Local we probably wouldn't be as interested in him. Uh, as we are again, he wouldn't, he would, he would be, I wouldn't have, if I'd be writing this article I would not have used him as name three I think he would have maybe the uh, vanguard added to the Messianic spirit of the time again this is something which I want to see if was true enough and sought to take an active role in bringing about the redemption let's see if that that's really can to be a major issue but so that means what they were after just like Louis Dinford said Was to bring the Be'ula? That's really what they hoped to do. It wasn't just a great period. It wasn't just like another golden age of Spain or what was happening in Poland or in a smaller sense in Italy. This was messianic in nature. This was about Mashiach now. Um, Within a very short time, the Svob community had transformed the city into one of the greatest spiritual centers of world jewelry since the redaction of the Talmud. That's a very strong statement. Um... And again, it's a statement which most people buy. Um, again, I, I'd like to examine that because since this action of the would be the time of Ravina and Ravash. That would mean um, this spot was, in a sense, greater than Cordoba, Spas was greater than Barcelona, Spas was greater than what's happening in, in the Rhinelands and all those places where the Balearic folks lived. Um, we've come to accept these types of, uh, of, of assertions that this was that if this assertion is true, then this this era really you know, really calls our respect. This this you know, these eighty years, whatever it was, was the greatest spiritual center of world surely. We'll what, what, yeah. What's the date Well I think what he's gonna be I think what we, we we're referring to here is about from about fifteen twenty to fifteen hundred. Okay
1: the spiritual center. He's not talking about great... You know, the dash of the comet is more uh, a lack of one's intellectual. I think the point that he's making here is just theory okay. And I think that's what he... I, needs. I don't know. Well, Helene, I mean, that's... that's a, how I would read it.
0: Okay. But again, I, 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 I think that he. Let's, let's see what the evidence shows. Let's see what the evidence shows. Anything we study about great men will help us. Um, I'm not... You know, that's why I, I mentioned before... Well, you came My neighbor, a friend of mine called me and said why do you want to be Mr. Price No, I, I just want to know in a more accurate way I, I, I don't want us to just you know love, just accept the names and hear them I, I want to know these people and I want to know what their interactions were about I'd like to see more of their own writing, uh, and, and, and I want to see how they represent themselves in those writings um, he speaks about the period the next paragraph he talks about uh, the Maribe Rav, which we will uh, perhaps go into a little bit after we take it again. I think what we're going to do is go back 45 minutes and take a break, and then take 10 minutes and then go back to part two. I think that makes sense. So, here, great, great. Um, so we'll come back to the Maribe Rav plan. That's really uh, what we're going to be talking about. So that's page two of, um, of, um, of A. If you take a look at page three, this is something that uh, I'd like to get accomplished uh, within the, our first session today. In other words, basically what I, the way I think we should do the Jewish history channeled is um, have first sessions for about 45 minutes or so, 50 minutes or something. You know, take a break for five minutes, stretch, walk around, get something to drink, and come back another 45 minutes and wrap it up. Does that make sense to you? Instead of like, you know, instead of like, okay. This way, I think we can also tell people that you know, people can come in you know, as, as a break. Okay. This, um, I, I want to. Um, we talked last week. You had it uh, last week. Uh, this Ginsburg, this, this Jewish um, the Jewish Encyclopedia. The is where I want to start here. Let, let's see what, what he writes here. Cairo wrote the Shulchan in his old age. For the benefit of those who did not possess the education necessary to understand the baby of faith. This is a Louis Ginsberg writing, a young Louis Ginsberg writing, later the August, um, one of the August directors of um, the seminary, a Jewish Theological Seminary. Uh, the arrangement of this work is the same as that adopted by Jacob Anusham and the but more concise, nor any authority given. This book, which for centuries was, and is still, and in part still is, the code of rabbinical Judaism for all the ritual and legal questions that obtained after the destruction of the temple has a remarkable history, hardly paralleled, but paralleled by that of any other product of rabbinical literature. The author himself had no very high opinion of the work. You notice I write here when I was reading this, and write it on the side, the intro, which means, why don't I, I want to read what Cairo himself said. According to Ginsberg, this is a book that the author really didn't think much of, remarking that he had written it chiefly for Talminim Ketanim, young students, and he points to the introduction. He never refers to it as responsa, but always to the Beth Yosef. And again, it might be that he hadn't written the responsa don't date from a time that he can mention the Shulchan The Shulchan achieved its reputation and popularity not only against and you see I under I circle that word against the wishes of the author, but curiously enough there's a very scholar who attack it. And this makes a great story, right? Here's a book that's the most influential book that we know today, right? The Shokanog. What does it say in the Shokanov? The Shulchanos. And yet it's a book that the author didn't think much of. He didn't write it to public any anyway. And amazingly it became popular through people attacking it. If people left it alone, it might have just withered away. But since people were so obsessed about the book, that generated more interest, and isn't that a great story? Right. Now, let's read on. This is basically his theory. Now, does he have an axe to grind? Does he have something here that he wants to say? I mean, it's, it's, it's tempting, you know, to see it, right? Clearly, if you can say that this book, that is this most hallowed paper that all orthodoxy marches behind, and in itself was never intended to be the be-all-end-all book, it was meant just as a beginner's book, like he said, so Tahidin got in. Isn't it strange that you can't go against the Shulmanara? Again, remember, Gibson loves Cairo, and therefore he can almost say, I I know know this is Cairo. This book is just a minor, minor thing that he just wrote as a throwaway right, that became accepted and, and, and the people who was really attacked and no one even liked in the first place and all you oxy right, and all these people you just throw in the Shulchan aruch. You can see what's coming. And it does come, as you can see. The history of the Shulchan is in a way identical with the history of rabbinical Judaism and po- literature mm-hmm. in Poland for a period of two centuries. Recognition or denial of Carter's authority lay entirely with the Polish Right. In other words, it was all happening in Poland. Because again, Poland's you know, spot was over, but the real energy, the machine was still turning, as I and all the lectures we gave earlier in this year. Poland is where things were really coming along. And they were like talking about, are we going to accept this authority or not? Are we going to do the great dealings at the Germany had been forced to give way to Poland as early as the beginning of the 16th century. Once again, iron courses that we gave here, the lectures that we gave there. Uh, that's true, um, basically. And in the last third of that century, the East had become so entirely absorbed in the new Kabbalistic school of Luria that the study of the Talmud was greatly neglected. Okay, this is a little line that I would cross out. You know, that, that the East had become so entirely absorbed in, that the study of the Talmud was greatly neglected, meaning... Um, North Africa and, and Turkey and in Israel and Egypt they were all so k- Kaboah crazy that again the Talmudic people again who resided in Poland. Ty was opposed in the East only by his contemporary, Yom uh, Tab Salon, uh, who designated Schulman as a book for Amioris Sonin, Jordan ignorant. I did look up this reference, this is a very nice reference. Uh, and Jacob Kastel, Jacob Castro, whose work, Erechad Shulkham, consists of critical glosses of the Shulpanot. But, he says, most of the people are part of the Shurvanara. Uh The two uh, people who fought against the he even are Israelis and Salamwuri of, of the Ramo and the Marshal. Okay. Um, I wanted to stop for a second before, because he goes on a page, on the next page too, and he speaks about who the Ramo, is, and you, and you can read that um, yourself, um, <coughs> well, I, I do said okay, again, my lady. Let, let us turn to, let's, let's, let's number the pages first. A one, two, three, let's put A four, shall we? And it's four or five, we to A five, huh? right? A five, it's right? This is, the, this again, this is the introduction. Um, it, 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 unfortunately, I had to shrink this, but you can see this is the first print of the Shulchan Aruch, I believe, or the, the first or second print, this might have been the first print of the Shulchan Aruch, and from Venice, and it's, eight, it's uh, 1567. It's hard to read it here, but you can see the the the, 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 the Aruch the had a tremendous authority. Shokanark me arguer nicrobiate, you'll say people are gone, Mofe Tador, a Kochama showing, Murena Rabyosik Taro, Send Ramfine Taro, I show or Tarosso, Zoratasko, or Iom the ear. So again, he was famous. And you can see even in Italy there they were, you know, praising him, the printers were praising him, this great giant from Sat. Um now if you take a look at um he says that, we'll go back to, if we can read this, but I want to read what the author himself writes uh, as his introduction. Okay, now again, according to Ginsburg, he really, this book was just meant for young students. He didn't think much of it, and he really didn't expect it and didn't want it to become popular. We'll see if that's the case. Um, all right, so we're going to start reading here. Hakdama uh, uh, I praise God greatly. The praise of God is in my I praise God greatly. That might be in Tivas terms, it might be in general. I, I am doing it, I'm publicly praising it. When we and from my songs I guess I am also giving glory to But how can I start talking, how can I really give Um to this God beyond. I from this great place in heaven. Well feature Kurob he appeared, or he influenced, with his great mercy and kindness. He was able to influence a small person like myself, to write this book, to author a book, right? and that was able to be a good book. <laughs> it was a book that gives over good speech. A book what is that thing? Shepherds, like sh- Shifra, like good, nice, like Shifra, like Shaftshirt in Like uh, uh, I think it's based on the Bracha of, uh, of Napoleon, right, right, uh, uh, uh In my Shepherd. In my shepherd, good speech a kibra Boy, God so gracious to me, God gave me such a great blessing and he was able to allow me to write this book, which is a good book. I share and I I was able to include him there are all the laws that are found in all the posts, in in the places where they um, in the places where they are uh, the sources are the where they're from, where they're, where they are, where their palaces are, in other words, where those words come from. The Talmud the 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 filter. The different portion of our And I explained in that book all the laws so clear. Every law I dealt with, I explained. The and the palace, which was this great palace of law where everything was clarified and understood, and hanging upon that great palace of law with all those leaders, all those, all those, all those princes, that's what that great book was. And he's right. It is an amazing book. But Reisian, he believed me, he told Wilco, it's a good thing to do, to take Shoshamei, the roses, right? Of its of its of its translucent statement. But there are Torah, to put that to take the essence, the and to write it in short form, the Russian in a clear way, the kolil decent clear language. in order for every person to have the halacha, the way it comes out of the day thing, in their hands and be able to say it. Now, who is he talking about first? Not to a small student. With Talmud halacha, when you speak to a learned man, a person who is a scholar, to halacha, where you got him talk because he has in his side pocket the shulchan to look at. It's not that he doesn't do the Beysi Elisades, but it's hard to keep the, the, the mountain of, of laws in the Beysi Elisades clear. By having the, the Shulchan Aruch right. there, you'll be able to use the same clear, concise language that Cairo himself wrote, and the Talmud Chochem will be able to use that. What, and we, it, what
1: is the Talmud Chochem?
0: It's Talmud Chochem. Yeah, when ha- the, when the average
1: person asks,
0: to Tom McCaukum.
1: Well, he will yeah. not McCaukum
0: manipulate. Right, not but, it's, but it's written for the average person. No, he's Cody, isn't. isn't it?
1: He's going
0: to go now and tell you three people at fourth. Okay. We thought it was go back to go there to be Cody. And now we're going to start. Number one, mm-hmm. the first person is for that's you shallow with Tom McCaukum. When you ask mm-hmm. the Tom McCaukum, the Tom McCaukum will not McCaukum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's sort of what Jackie Gleason does in the honeymoon all the time. ma, 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 ma. Right? And
1: I, yes, better. I know. But I thought... Eliyomar.
0: We'll well, let's read it.
1: Okay. Yomar Something
0: different. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm open
1: okay. to your interpretation. I thought he meant when the average person goes to ask the Tom McCaffham a question, he won't stutter, but he'll be able to explain his question to the Tom McCaffham better. No. This is the source book for the Thomas McCaffham. No, I see what you're saying, but I, when I first read the first line, that's how I read it.
0: Well, let's take a look. If he goes through, if you take a look at... I only his
1: read head. that with you. I didn't okay. read the whole thing. Okay,
0: let's start Do you see what I'm saying? I see the way you're reading it. I don't think that... That's really... right. Okay, because okay. I
1: only read that one line. I didn't read okay. anything
0: okay. else. And when yeah. Yomer, he's going to say, He'll say to the you're like right, my sister. Now, what does that means? Yeah. Right, right, right. right. Mm-hmm. Well, No, does not mean that you have to say to wisdom, this is my sister? So the yeah. rabbis say yeah. what that means same way everybody knows that a sister is incestuous in a relationship and you can't have any dealings with your sister, called in Allah Allah Then it'll be clear to any question that's asked from him. he will be asked about it, Why will he be so clear? He also show as it is, that. Because this book will be in his mouth. How and, and this book of course is what the other book is it? It's built with talpiyot. What does that mean, it's built with Talpio, Talpio, of course, is, sounds like a mountain of, of, of mouth. What does that mean? Right? It's boni with meaning it's built as an extension of the first work, the Right? Now, and it, was, it's, it, it, is, it is divided, this book, into 30 sections. We don't have this division anymore. But originally the book, uh, the Aruch, was divided into 30 sections. Mm.
1: history class? Right?
0: This is the history class. It, this is it, it, it's just in time. What's the Start at 8. Yes. 8? Uh, eight. Eight. I start at 8.40. Uh-huh. Okay. You're, you're almost in time for our break. No. <laughs> now, we'll see what we can salvage from the kitchen. But also is this giant book that he wrote that had to do with, um, which went through all the laws uh, that were relevant for today's time, examining them in the light of the three major commentaries, three major post schemes, and music, playing one off the other, uh, to be able to figure out what the being was. And, 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 and now, this, if he did oh, that for, oh yes, you looked at it for over 20 years. And, 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 and then he wrote the show. Right. Yeah, yeah. right. He wrote
1: the show. So, exactly
0: right. oh, so why did he write it? He said, first of all, that book, as beautiful and as magnificent as it is, is <laughs> it's gigantic. And this book, because it's short, because it's, it's concise, it will allow the Tom of to look at it, remember perhaps his studies that he did in the Bay Remember oh I remember yeah, I read that last month or three years ago, whatever it is. And now when someone asks him the question when asks him a question, they'll be able to give the clear answer because
1: it's clear. It's clear as I knew it. Does find that a little um what's the word? Pretentious. Pretentious yeah. that he's going to help the town. Oh, your are a common house on what he needs to tell for that's why I still think it's written for Noah
0: no, yourself, no. Wait, I, I, wait. I, anyway, no, no, it, it. wait, wait. I'm reading it word by word, What it is...
1: Wait. You'll see, it's going to go to three I mean, why, people. You know, if you're a you, you know how would That's you, was you feel he was like, was. If he's a Tamar Chalcom, how are you going to feel like somebody wrote a book for him? That's doesn't. why
0: he was a... He felt that this book is the truth. And every Tamar Chalcom will agree with him. That's what he yeah. thought. He had, he had audaciousness. He did. He did have audaciousness. that something correct. Yeah. Yeah. That. yeah, but again, yeah. audaciousness might be the of being right. You know, sometimes when you are gifted and you realize that you've got the right way, yeah. right, you know, you, you've got it. Again, it, it doesn't that's why it rubbed people like Israelis and Luria, and the Luria, that is, the wrong way. Yeah. And that's why they did attack it. And they thought, and I mentioned this a couple months ago, many people thought social up learning would be the end. Of, 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 of Jewish creativity. And again, let's see what he says. He's, again, Ginsburg is right. This is not supposed to be the only book that Jews need to have. But the Talmud Falcom, who's on the Johnny on the spot, who's asked the question, will be able to read this book. And as you said, take a look, Colleen, it's built with Taupeo. It's built, page five in, in the first. Do uh, you see where we are here? Yeah, there's, uh, somewhere. Tail shall call ponimbo. It was thirty sections, and what does thirty sections allow you to do? Vilmo Vol Yom Every day you can do one section of Shulchan Aruch. The Nipser Shichol Chodesh, who the talmud so that's the Talmud Chacham. A Talmud Chacham would be able in a month to go through this quickly. It's not the only book he's reading, but before he goes to sleep, sometimes on the bus, on the donkey, like when he's waiting, he'll take this book out, and within a month. He will, again, have his learning in all areas of practical law Cold, The Yomer above, and they'll say about this Talmud Kalkam, Ashrini Shibola Khan the Talmud al-Biyardo. How great this person is, he's got his learning with him. Right? Because this is a book, it's small enough that you to carry with him, and he has all, you know, all the laws he needs to do. You can take a look, there's a little bit of a picture here on the left, and that's the first limit of Shokanara. There it is, it's a half. it's a quarter of a page. That's, a, that's, a, that's an eighth of a page. An eighth of the first page is, is the first Simmon in Shulchan so You can see it goes down there. It's hard to read, I'm sorry, but you can see there it's about nine uh, sifim, right? One, two, you can see there's a test. test yeah. right. mm-hmm. There's nine sifim, and that's it. That's, that's the first Simmon. The next Simmon is Elisha's yes. Gazan. Okay, in Shulchan, as you can see, if you, a, a Simmon would be a subject with these uh, details. I, now, if, you, if I would okay. get a Shulchan I mean, okay. what, should I show you what a Shulchan looks, looks like now? This is the way, in 1567, this is the way the Shulchan looks. Yes. looked. You were able to get at least four, maybe even five um, Simonim on one page, on the first page. The first page had five Simonim. Should so, I get the Shulchan You know what they look like, but I can, maybe everybody here, it was that phrase? Was the original phrase? Yes. Yes. Even that had its detractors, but that was hard to detract. From. I mean, the big Joseph was correct in saying there, There's a lot of uh, confusion about where that law should go. It was only detracted by people thought that his his methods might have been incorrect, and maybe he should have included more Ashkenazic uh, authorities, or that maybe the three. Remember, we mentioned the three that he chose. The Bethesda chose three to, to depend Aloha on, Rambam, Ritz, and Rush. Two of them walk hand-in-hand hand most of the time, so it's really not fair to pick the Rambam and the Ritz. They are independent, and right? And therefore, you know, the Bethesda loved the Rush. He thought the Rush was a very clear thinker and beautiful writer, you know, but the Rush doesn't necessarily represent all of the Ashkenazic world. And that's part of what history is, the Rambam said, because it's a great idea. But I think that, you know, you need to, you need to be more broad and insert uh, some other authorities here. But the basic idea of making a clarity in Aloha this people weren't against. Um, but again, that's the first group. Okay, the second group, I just want to prove my point here. Those vote, who else can do it in? The younger students. Right? That's the secondary. Again, Ginsburg says, and again... And oh, Ginsburg, that's
1: really nice. The Talmud, 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 it's the same story. Right. Why? That's
0: pretty interesting. Yegu Bo-Tamud, they yeah. would study it constantly. Why? Yeah. Somebody's going to say it. The Yishan Anub, L'Shono Al-Ted, and they'll know its language by heart. It'll be one of the primers that they use, and it'll become part of their mental way they look at everything, they'll just know this language. The And they'll have this learning they did when they were young, right in their lips. So they'll know it. And even when they get old, And even when well, they get older, they'll still know it. So that doesn't mean that's all they're going to learn, but it's good training to give kids the halakha in advance. Again, many people might say, Well, no. you want the kids to find out the truth. But in <clears> fact, <throat> they do have thought this would make a good book. So it would be good for adults. It would be good for Poshkin. It would be good for Tittanin to get it in the vein so to speak, as we say in the edition. Right? Are you talk about China, talking about spiritual gifts or are you talking
1: about starting with that mood?
0: He's talking about teenagers. He's talking about
1: kids. Or maybe even eight, nine years old. But eight,
0: nine years? No. It's for different reasons. The Thomas Falcon will get it. And by him, this will clarify a lot of the learning he's already done by looking at the big books. And it will allow him to answer the shy that come up. And believe me, a lot of times, I got asked ask about bunch of list this week. I mean, a friend of mine's mother died and stuff like that. And these are welcome that people call us you know, they expect to have uh, an answer. Uh, they'd like to have an answer soon. Uh, we all know that that happens. And in a lot of these questions, I even have to deal with hey, well, I'll call you back. And I didn't call him back. I, I it took a couple of, couple of hours. I had to call him back the next morning. But again, it's how it's, it's you got him both. It's not a cause. It's not their character, Tom O'Koham, to be that way. He should be able to be able to answer. And if he has this book that Joseph hopes he's going to read every month, It'll be okay. I don't know. If the, I don't know if the small student was meant to learn this once a month. This was meant to become his gear to the ancestors. This was meant to become just like we all have Gears to the ancestors. We have, that means what we studied when we were young and certain Rashi's and certain things that we all know. This should be the gear to the ancestors.
1: Minutes, the right,
0: study, so, yeah. th- so this way, it almost automatically, they'll know what's right because they've studied but they're not supposed to go through it once a month, right? The once a month plan is for the Ta'machorah. This is like a primer in school to study, maybe slower, but to get it drilled into their heads. And then, of course, they'll advance beyond it, but they'll still always remember what they studied when they were a kid, right? And the third people, that's the number three I was put by the word Hamaskilim, Hamaskilim Yathiro Kizor Ha'akiah. The masculine would also appreciate this. How how would how would it shine within them? These intelligent people. He doesn't mean the masculine of Italy. It doesn't mean the maskilim of the nineteenth, eighteenth, nineteenth century. Here he means people of intelligence, people of elevated mind. It will it will shine through them like the like the shining of the of the of the, of the heavens. When they have to again, when they when they have to take a couple of minutes off, when they when when the workload, when they can when they can rest from their work and from their business, So the third people are a good balabas. A good, smart, balabai, the Joseph was familiar with. He doesn't, he doesn't expect anyone to be an Amorist. He doesn't even say the word Amorist here at all. That might be the Marit Sloan. Uh, right? He talks about Talmudim Katanin. Students were on their way to hopefully becoming, many of them may becoming big scholars. Others will be. And the third group is intelligence. People, not even intelligent spiritual people, not necessarily the common home when he's the past and the Why is it good for him? This guy works all day. He's out there in the textile trade and spots wherever he is, all over the world, whatever he's doing... You need to curl up with a good book to uh, give you a little bit of your schmuck. You're right, this is uh, Right.
1: With a glass of water because it's a little
0: dry, yeah? yeah. Right, but uh, you know what? It's dry, Helene, because of its one line by line page. But if you just read the paragraph, mm-hmm. it's not so bad. If you go through, this, if you go through it with it's a page, it's, it's not so it's bad. bad. If you read it, let me get the show You know what it looks like, but the other people perhaps have not seen it. it
1: <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I'll do sugarma. They did the people not <laughs> <Shoppers> <laughs> 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 All
0: right,
1: here's a here's a sort of a standard
0: edition here you have here you have the first four of uh, of Seminalis. okay you see the commentary super commentary you see 8 I'm, again this page has four let's say it's four, not five four Simon. okay the first page of the original print of ofsho. You could read the first page and read four simonim, right? How long does it take to get four simonim here? Nope. Uh, Nope. Nope. Okay, it takes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It takes ten pages today. Takes ten pages. Okay. Yes. That's all here. Now, of course. Right. That's right. 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 But therefore, a person can't read it straight because first of all, he has to hit the notes that Ramon made, and then he has to see what the letters, right? The letters take you here, right? And those, how, how many people can read a book without their eyes drifting down to a footnote, right? Oh, I okay, see that footnote. Oh, an interesting thing. Oh, boop, 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 right? It's ten verses one. So maybe again, is 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 the overselling his book? That's exactly the point. He doesn't denigrate the book the way Ginsburg says. Ginsburg says he wrote the book for Talmud and Tanim and he didn't expect it to become popular. It's a shaker. It's a lie. It, 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 is, it is a. Uh, it is. It, that's not the way you write an encyclopedic article. There's no excuse for it. It's bombish. Yeah, I can't. I got him with his pants down here. This is, you can't write. Nah, you can't write things that aren't true. Well, again, why didn't do? What was his motivation? He, you know what? He, i think he didn't think that America or whoever was reading this this, this encyclopedia would take the time. To read the truth. They would so just basically again, gobbled this up. But he must have a you know, an agenda. Yeah. What was his agenda? I told you what I think his agenda was. His agenda was that this was a book that the great hero Cairo really didn't want to become the authority the authoritative book. He meant it as just a throwaway book and it got turned into by these Polish, these Polish people took over, it got turned into this great book that eventually ruled Judaism. That's what right. it begins to be. But so do you think Cairo? No, according to his inductor has not went. and he's, he's not trying, he doesn't want this book to be he likes this book, he says. Uh, yeah, he says a bow of what he says there, uh, Hamas. Let's read it again. Your you guys are are uh uh greater degrades than I am, right? Hamaskiwan Yatiru Kizoa Rakia, Baniakwematavam, the Kapayim. When they're when after the day is done. And they can take a little, like you said, a glass of wine and sit down and put on the reading glasses and put on the stocking caps, yeah, to it 's a real nice book. it 's very direct they the boring it doesn 't have a whole bunch of different opinions in it. I, that's good. But ain't all ain't bumped. It's confusing for a Bible boss to read a book and say, "Oh, this opinion, that opinion." So that was very straightforward. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> so He okay. was doing this because he wanted to change religion. He did not want to follow this book. He wanted to roll his own and do whatever he wanted to do. I, so I wouldn't bad. go that far. But I think he wants. I think, that's, I think he wants uh, his readers to get a sense of the strangeness of. of, 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 of the he's saying that orthodoxy is old fashioned. and We have to modernize it into conservative Judaism. I don't know if he's saying that. Theory. I, don't, I didn't say mean that. Mean, I said I, mean, I, mean, I didn't say, say, I mean, say, say, say that. Well, that why would he be doing that? What would be the reason that he's denigrating? But let's finish the end of the paragraph. I think he's
1: sold out from the scholars. You take a book like the Basic Understanding and condense it to this. I think he feels it is true. Scholar, maybe he sold out, and he wants the other work to remain as his. Uh... You know,
0: Ginsburg, Ginsburg, can have that criticism, and he's he's an entitled to it. But he shouldn't have tried to sell it with the lie that Cairo himself didn't think much of the book. Cairo likes it. He says it's a good thing to have. Right? He, you're right, that He has a right to say that, and he has a right to feel upset that the Shulchananarch, like I do, has become the be-all, end-all. No one even knows the Yosef anymore. The, the, everyone is leaving the palace and, and spending all their time here. But there's a reason for it. And that's, palace, oh, that's, that's you said. People want to be able to do their own intellectual work. The Yosef, there's no wiggle room. He's got it all put out for you. that has all the logic there, it's got all the sources taken from step A, B, and C. There's no room to, to sit over it. The- so, since he goes back to these solid, stodgy statements, That now gives room for a re-examination once again. It allows people to jump on the train again and maybe develop it a little bit differently and go back to issues that Cairo might have missed in the Beit Yosef. That's part of the reason why there's all this commentary on Shulchanah. Not because they're taking it, every single word is gospel, but since the book is popular and everybody's reading it, that'll be the starting point. It's almost like, you know, again, where do you begin having your conversation? Cairo was so successful with this book that it became the starting point for everyone's parade uh, in Halakha but these other great men who were writing books now decide to turn it backwards. <laughs> so what happens is Cairo thought it was... It's it definitely... It, it became a monster out of control. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. And none of these three things is the way it is. Nobody... No Talmud Makhachem carries a little... I have a good friend in New York who has that in the Venetian edition. Um, and the, most people don't. And it would be a nice thing if someone would do that. With all the stupid books that are being printed every single day, it wouldn't be such a bad idea for someone to reprint Kylo Shulchanal without any additions at all, any other, the same way the author wrote it. And let's see how that works.
1: Right uh,
0: you know what? That would be, I would be branded the biggest uppercutters for uh, saying mm-hmm. that. Because there's a lot of things, there's a There's other things. But again, you know, if, if Kylo's if I uh, what's the value of him having that book? Then? What's the value of him having the book? Your friend. I mean, why? What? Because the point? book's the same reason why everybody loves an old book. No, I don't mean. But he doesn't use it for for. I, for no, for no, no, he doesn't learn it. He keeps it up on a locked
1: up shelf. He can't
0: use it for. For. Uh, right. A determining halacha. That's he like, doesn't use it. So if, if, if they, if, you know again, we don't. Cairo didn't realize, and we I mean, maybe in many ways he he sold. The rest of the world, short, like the Rambam did, in terms of their intellectual abilities, and he also didn't realize that Halacha would keep on going and advancing beyond him too. Uh, as, as much as a visionary as he was in saying we need to have a directive, he realized that he would now just become one of the huge bugs of where Halacha stops. But the train keeps on going, and that was something that he didn't realize. Um, that doesn't diminish his his contribution. But, again, most people don't know <laughs> what the universe is, is, is going to happen. Most people think, we all believe we think that we're living in the be-all, end-all of time. Most of us would have a hard time imagining what the next generations will be, and we'd be very surprised. Anyway, let's just finish off here. He says, and again, uh, uh, the, you can read it, and, the ain omer, the the Be'karasi shem sef deshul there's a lot of good stuff here. It's like a table. Here it is all organized and clear. A great table of chalice. I never been there, but I'm sure they said it's like a great table. Not a book that I don't care much about. Look what he says here. Through this book... The world will be full of dust. They're shad Haktani Magdolin Talmud in Maven Talmud in Maven Hakam Harashim. The Talmud with a real with that's the lower level. In Maven Hakam Harashim, I guess that's a, that's a, like a capitalist, someone very high, the Novan Rakash. Everybody will, will will benefit from this book. Navan
1: Rakash.
0: Novan Rakash but a Catalyst. If a person who understands some the, some kind of is like uh they send they believe But I think it might be here a learning person, a palmudist, who who can build the structure. And Novom Rachas is someone who knows even the mystical wisdom. Upia shamel, you know, spread out my hands to my, my palms to God, Yazrami, Balkar Kavoshamo, Lios Mastike Arabim, the Yaskeini, Hail the Gomorrah, Liyos Masudeki Uchot, and I hope the book comes out Exactly, you know, properly laid out. Masuka told So again, this is not a book that he thought that he didn't want to become popular. He said the booklet. So again, I, I'm just pointing out really this is the case I made last week. Check everything. Check me. If I tell you something, go check me, and then I'll I will, I, I hope I'll gladly admit to the truth, and then I, I try to. But again, what Ginsburg was after, I don't know. I think it's important to see. Now again. The question is, which we only raise it. Here we have this great person. Why was didn't he realize that this would lead to a uh, dilution of color learning? He actually didn't. He figured you can't always be operating on this level. Sometimes you got you need a Talmud Chacham needs this. Um, let me say, Bernie. In fact, uh, there were two kinds of Talmidei Chachamim. They were those with the, with the men of the Academy. They could afford to delve into things of great things. They didn't have the pressure, as did, say, the town road, who people had to come to, a point. to ask uh, Lowe to, right. to interact with the people. It's for the latter type that this would be particularly useful. I agree. But I agree. That makes it a good point. could be even, a, there might again, it there could be to Al-Farming, who aren't in the world of stock, might not even have to open this. Yes. Although he expects it to to pretty much be popular everywhere. And you see that that sense, you know, it did become the great work. Okay, right, let's take a break over here. Uh Ginsburg, I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, Lady Ginsburg. Lady or Lewis Ginsburg. Yeah. He's the one who wrote uh, these pages um, over here. we um, oh, see the papers we'll take five minutes now and then we're gonna come back and we'll talk about the Marie Beira and then we'll do that for about forty five minutes and then uh, and I'll tug my ear and we will say goodnight. Okay. Next. So five minutes, we'll bring up something to drink. <laughs> All right, I have a power. You want to see what we can find?